TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good afternoon. Royals win. Royals walk off the White Sox, take the series, and wrap up a 10-game homestand at even 500. A 5-5 five and five homestand culminates in just a terrific finish. A well-executed ninth inning by both Scott Barlow and, of course, Nick Prado, Matt Duffy, and the hero of the day, Freddie Fermin. I'd love to talk about it with you. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Don't look now, but the Royals have won four of five. And yeah, I got to ask the question. Now, before I ask the question, you know, for, for the haters out there, following this win, following this five and five homestand, the Royals record is 12 and 27. Okay, there I said it. 15 games below 500. But with that being said, is this team fun? I think they're fun. I was texting with Cody Tapp throughout the game. And I'll tell you this. When Brady Singer's on the mound and you have a lineup that looks like the one today, sure, I would much prefer Salvador Perez play every single day, but we know that's not possible. But when you have Brady Singer on the hill or when Daniel Lynch returns on this upcoming homestand, or excuse me, on this upcoming road trip, you would expect, when they're on the mound and, and you have a lineup like this, I, I if you're a Royals fan, you, this team's fun. Okay, if, if you're a... Baseball fan, not really any particular ties to Kansas City. Okay, okay, maybe you're not sold yet. But for the diehards, for the true blue Royals fans, right? This team is, it's its worth checking out. that that that's, that's my takeaway from the day. Not just because they won it and they won it in such impressive fashion. Watching Nick Prado work a second walk, a second impressive walk. Now, leadoff walks, how many times has Danny Matthews told us? Leadoff walks, close games, late in the game, they always come back to bite you in the rear end. 
But when you're dealing with a team that has so many unproven bats, even a leadoff walk in the bottom of the ninth inning is is no sure thing. This isn't Lorenzo Cain working a leadoff walk with Haas and Morales coming up behind him. No, this is 24-year-old Nick Prado working a leadoff walk and handing it off to 23-year-old Michael Garcia, who chases a slider out of the zone, and Prado stuck at first base. But then Matt Duffy, who came in earlier as a defensive replacement, somehow fights off a 100-mile-per-hour offering from the right-hander Reynaldo Lopez, fights it off, off his hands to the opposite field. Great base running by Nick Prado. And Freddie Fermin, as Q just said, sticks his nose in there and lays down a perfect squeeze bunt. Prado comes in to score, and the Royals have a 500 homestand and their best stretch of the season. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Michael Massey hits his second home run in as many games. I already mentioned Michael Garcia, who gave the Royals the lead in the fourth inning with that one-out, two-run double. Also helped me hopefully get off the schneid when it comes to the double play. But the team, in my opinion, is... Again, if you consider yourself a Royals fan, even a casual Royals fan, it's going to be worth checking out. Whether that's listening on the Odyssey app or watching on TV, however you go about it, this upcoming road trip, three in Milwaukee, three in San Diego, and then uh, the final series of the nine-game, 10-day road trip ends in Chicago with three more against these Uh, No need to say anything derogatory, but against these Chicago White Sox. Brewers, Padres, White Sox. We'll see where the team's at after these nine games, but much like I asked last night, last night the question was, following the Royals' 9-1 drubbing of Chicago, the question was, how far can these young bats carry them? But when you throw Brady Singer on top, who tonight or this afternoon spins six innings of one-run baseball, becoming the first Royal to throw multiple quality starts this season. Yes, we're 39 games into the year. Nonetheless, it's got to start somewhere. Brady Singer's the perfect guy to jumpstart it. Six innings, one run on five hits. He walked only a pair and struck out only four. The win went to Scott Barlow. The culprit was almost Aroldis Chapman. But Prado, Duffy, and Fermin make it stand up in the bottom of the ninth inning. This team's got to be led by its offense, and today they were. They were led by, I hate to call them kids, so we'll just stick with the unproven bats of Prado, MJ Melendez, Michael Garcia, and even on a day where neither one of them collect a hit, the two bona fide big leaguers, the two hitters on this team, the two players on this team that I think have already answered whatever evaluation questions you have about them, those two players being Bobby Witt Jr. and Vinny Pasquantino, even on a day when they combine to go 0 for 7, you see the talent. You see the baseball IQ, whether it's Bobby on the base paths, it's Bobby taking a perfect route to a very difficult pop fly in shallow left field, or it's Vinny Pasquantino making a beautiful pick at first base in the fifth inning or doing his darndest to advance 
Bobby Witt Jr. to third in that first inning. Just a well-rounded day. Offensively on the mound, talk about Brady Singer, and then, of course, defensively. And what a show Jackie Bradley Jr. put on in center field. We got a lot to talk about, but it's a very simple question. In my opinion, following this 4-3 Royals win, is this team fun? 913-586-7610. We get to your thoughts after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City. 610 Sports Radio. Lopez looking for a strikeout. The squeeze plays on. The bun is down. Play is at the plate. Safe! Royals win it on a squeeze punt. 4-3, the final score. The Hall of Famer, Denny Matthews, on the call, as heard here on 610 Sports Radio. My game notes following the first walk-off victory of the season are presented by Jay Southland Toe Service. The Royals have now homered in a season-high 10 consecutive games to open up the month of May. And the rotation has completed at least five innings in each of the last five games. No surprise, they've won four of them. A stretch in which the Royals' rotation has pitched to a 2.87 ERA. All right, let's hear from you. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. That's also the text line number. 913-586-7610. We go to Marshall in Spring Hill. Marshall, go ahead. Bird, it's appropriate that it was school day at the K today. Uh, get the kids out there to see some winning baseball. Uh, kind of going off of that. This was a Sesame Street episode. Word of the day would be optimism, and I've got a ton of it right now. Uh, and the number of the day, nine and a half. That's how many games we are to the Central Division lead. Go ahead. I said it last night when I called in. I've got it. I think we could flirt our way into second and third. Um, I'm just excited. Just an exciting time to be a Royals fan, and I've already forgot about that crummy month of April. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
The young bats are certainly making it easier to forget about that crummy month of April. Watching Brady Singer throw six quality innings makes it easier to forget about that crummy month of April. Getting Drew Waters and Daniel Lynch hopefully back soon should help us forget about that crummy month of April. You're not alone with the optimism. Uh, just looking at the text line right now from the 816. Hey, Vern, your tone has changed quite a bit in the past few weeks. Didn't you have to be talked off a ledge not that long ago? Vern, this team's been fun since day one. They're just winning now. Fair enough. Let's go to Reed in Kansas City. Reed, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, so I absolutely love Salvador Perez, right? But he got the day off, and Melendez and Fermin are pretty big in the win. I know we're letting MJ focus on the outfield, but how many more seasons does Salvi play at catcher? I mean, is it is it multiple is yes. this a swan song behind the plate? I know we tried to move him to first once upon a time. That totally did not stick. Um, we've always had guys ready, you know, Butera, Gallagher, now Fermin. When does he become the all-time DH? Uh, yeah, not not for a while. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen in Kansas City anytime soon. Not unless uh, Luca Trash or Carter Jensen. Uh, but, but those guys are two, three uh, years away. Yeah, th- those names... With all due respect to Drew Butera, Cam Gallagher, Freddie Fermin, none of them are here to replace Salvador Perez. MJ Melendez was here to replace Salvador Perez, but then Salvi just kept hitting bombs, uh, kept leading this team, kept being the best hitter on this team. No, Salvi is not going to take the gear off anytime soon. I mean, there's a bigger conversation to have about Salvador Perez. Because Salvi's focus is winning every single game, no doubt, and getting this Royals team to the postseason, yes, sure. But he also has an added motivation, and that is getting to the Hall of Fame. And if he's going to get to the Hall of Fame, it's my opinion, he needs to play at a high level for another three or four years as a catcher. And then he's likely going to need to play another two years after that and just accumulate numbers just an extra years you know now now it's 18 19 20 years um you know the, the the hit total the home run total you begin to just put up undeniable numbers can the royals afford to keep salvador perez around um, for the next five six seven years possibly sure no doubt maybe But if the organization at any point wants to move on and Salvi still wants to hang on, that could lead to some uh, uncomfortable conversations or uncomfortable decisions, even on this show, the conversations we could have. Um, But but no, I I don't see a replacement at the catching position uh, unless I get down to A-ball. No, no, Salvi's your catcher for the rest of the season. Uh, They... they, you know, didn't remove Melendez from that role until we got a month into the season. I don't know how much of a fair shake they really gave him, right? They're catching once a week, hitting at the top of the lineup, playing the corner outfield. The kid had a lot on his plate, and we've seen since they've said, all right, you know, you, you can skip the pitcher's meetings. You don't need to go to the catching meetings anymore. Uh, just focus on corner outfield. And getting your job done at the dish. Yeah, since then, MJ's been on a tear. 
And you got to give credit because I'm sure he would get a lot of blame if things didn't work out. Give the manager, give the coaching staff credit. Not only finding the the, the day off for Salvi, sticking to their guns on DH days, on bench days for the great number 13. Also the defensive shift that they made after the seventh inning. Moving Michael Garcia over to second base, putting Matt Duffy in there at third. Duffy comes through with one of, if not the, uh, second biggest hit of the day. Fighting off that 100-mile-per-hour fastball up and in, shooting it to the opposite field and setting up that first and third opportunity in the ninth inning for Freddie Fermin to drive in uh, the game-winning run with a, not a suicide squeeze. I don't know if it was, uh, we just call it a squeeze. I'm just going to take Denny's. Uh, Denny's word. Denny just called it a squeeze. To me, it was yeah, more of a safety than a suicide as, as Prada was kind of hopping down the first baseline. It wasn't a full dedication home. It doesn't go down as a sacrifice. goes down as a base hit RBI for Freddie Fermin. And as Nick Kappel of the Kansas City Royals points out on Twitter, Freddie Fermin, the second player in franchise history with a walk-off bunt hit RBI joining the legendary Frank White, who did it back in 1975 and again in 1982. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Taking a look at the Jay's Southland Tow Service text line. From the 913, Vern, don't get too excited. It's just the White Sox. And I'm sure you're not alone with that thought. Uh, but it was just the A's, and you lost two of three to them. Listen, I am excited, uh, partially, I'm sure, because I got 123 more of these bad boys lying ahead for me. Also, as the previous texter pointed out, I was on the ground crestfallen throughout the month of April, wondering How deep into the abyss are we? How lost right now is this organization? How how scarce is the talent right now in that big league clubhouse? Yeah, April was ugly, man. I mean, you're thinking, are they going to be good by 2025, 2026? Yeah, April was rough. And the record still reflects that, 12 and 27. Now, I, I understand where they stand in, in Major League Baseball. I'm not, I'm not getting too far ahead of myself, but let's be real. From where they were in April, to have Vinny Pasquantino being one of the top 25 hitters in the game, Bobby Witt Jr. doing something on a nightly basis to help you win, MJ turning the corner over the past two weeks. Michael Massey looking like a well-rounded winning ball player on what, the entire month of May. Michael Garcia reminding you, oh, yeah, you're right. He is Ronald Acuna's cousin because at the dish, they do have some similarities. Did you see what Garcia did to that cutter running in on him from Mike Clevenger? I was in on the hands, and he somehow keeps his hands in, pulls it down the line, 107 miles per hour. Mike Kyle Garcia is impressive. How about what Nick Prado's doing? The kid's hitting better than 400 since being recalled. So, yeah, I am excited. 
I don't know if I'm talking about winning the division or getting back to 500. I haven't gone there, but you got to admit this brand of baseball that we've seen over the past week, this is what we expected coming into the season. Those that were hoping for 72, 75 wins, it was going to look like this. Singer's good. Granky's occasionally really good. The offense, though, is your pace horse. Right, your offense is is your leader. Vinny, Bobby, MJ, Salvi, and then occasionally you get the supporting cast to step up on any given night. Garcia, Massey, hopefully Waters return soon. Nick Prado, and, and now we're talking about the team that we were ex- excited for, curious about as the season started up. A lot of youth, a lot of inexperience in that lineup, but some high ceilings and some big question marks that could turn into even larger exclamation points. Text line 913-586-7610. Hayden, Inalenexa. Let's go, Vern. Singer looked like he was on a mission today. Very nice to see that again. We got a tough road trip ahead. Let's just keep the momentum, boys. Well, you know the old adage, momentum is the next day's starter, and we're still unsure of who's tomorrow or who will start tomorrow's game. Well, we're unsure of who's going to start for the Royals. We know it's going to be former Cy Young Award winner Corbin Burns for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Corbin Burns has a way of eliminating whatever momentum you came to town with. Hopefully tomorrow's not that day. Uh, three in Milwaukee, three in San Diego, and then three in Chicago. The Royals wrap up a 5-5 five and five homestand by winning the finale and walking off the White Sox 4-3, the final score. If you're on hold, stay right there. We get to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Hi, Kansas City. Kevin Harlan here. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Now he's 2-2 two two with Clevenger, and he busts it down the right field line. Stay fair. Into the corner it goes, and gone. Michael Massey. Michael Massey puts the Royals on the board in the second inning with his second home run in as many days. Massey has now hit in a career-high seven straight games, hitting 476 across that stretch. Was removed later on in the game as Garcia goes over to second base. Duffy's in there at third. Uh, You know, Massey a few days ago rolled the ankle a little bit. Uh, But obviously feeling good enough to hit bombs. Massey gives the Royals a 1-0 lead there in the second inning. A pair of two-out knocks from the White Sox in the third evens things up. But in the fourth, Michael Garcia rips a double down the left field line, plating MJ Melendez and Nick Prado all the way from first. And Royals would hang on to that 3-1 lead until the eighth inning when the White Sox are able to string three consecutive two-out hits together against Aroldis Chapman to tie the game up. But in the bottom of the ninth inning, after a leadoff walk to Nick Prado, an opposite field single from Matt Duffy, Freddie Fermin drops a perfect bunt, a difficult bunt against the hard-throwing righty, uh, Reynaldo Lopez. He drops that bunt, and Prado comes in from third, and the Royals win by a final count of 4-3. 
Text line is there for, me, for you. The, the phone line is as well, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Uh, special thanks to our sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. We appreciate your support at each and every one of these games here at Kauffman Stadium. Caleb writes in, Vern, this team is fun. When Q plays the right guys, it's fun to watch these kids out there. It's fun to see the growth and see the potential. We're starving for another group of winners, and watching that potentially develop before our eyes is thrilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, of course you need to see more. Uh, j- just like after the month of April, I had to remind myself and therefore everyone else listening to this show that there was still plenty of time to evaluate the individuals. Maybe the season's a wrap as far as this team making some sort of run to October. But on an individual basis, there was still plenty of time for a large majority of these young or unproven bats to win us over, to win the front office over to prove whatever they need to prove to the GM, to the owner. To show this front office, yeah, get us enough pitching so that we can attack 2024 the way that we want to. Spike and St. Joe writes in, Vern, this. Now this is Royals baseball. Now we're having some fun. Yeah, And I think that is, as far as you know, the, the, the fan perspective, it is fun watching this team so long as it well in my opinion so long as Brady Singer's on the hill okay Brad Keller we could talk about his trade value Aroldis Chapman's trade value Amir Garrett and Scott Barlow their trade value um, but but it, it right it's about 2024 still 2025 it's about evaluating in this evaluation season who's a part of the bigger plan we'll see daniel lynch hopefully soon so then you start to get a little bit more youth injected into this rotation let's go to double j in kansas city double j nice to hear from you buddy how you doing phone after this game today great what a fun game to be at uh was take my mom out for her birthday today so we had a fun time uh and don't see a great win. Uh, what a beautiful bump by uh, uh, 44 million. That was awesome. Uh, kind of asked for a better bump of that. And uh, uh, just awesome to see this team win. Uh, great to get our second win of the series this year. And uh, uh, like our first caller said, optimistic. That's what I'm feeling. Um, I mean, who knows? Crazy, crazy things have happened. <laughs> yeah, crazy oh, things have happened. I don't know if crazier things have happened. Thanks oh, for the phone call, Double J. It's the Royals' first series victory in more than a month. Uh, from the 660, Vern, you don't think Salvi's a Hall of Fame lock right now? I do not, no. I think right now Salvi's in that Lance Parrish, Brian McCann, category where I can make a case. I I just don't think they'll get 75% of the votes. But Lance Parrish, uh, 
Brian McCann, you look at the rest of the similar scores on baseball reference when it comes to Salvador Perez. It's all uh, guys like that. The Javi Lopez, Benito Santiago, Bill Freehan. All five of them have cases for Cooperstown, but are just in the Hall of Very Good, not the Hall of Fame. But Selby's also just turned 33. Selby could play another seven years, and I would not be surprised if he did. Now, are all seven here in Kansas City? That's a conversation for a later time and date. Is Carrington Harrison in the drive coming up in just about 10 minutes. From the 816, come on, Vern. Three of four over the white sucks, and you're acting like the Royals have arrived? Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I was acting like they arrived. I was acting like they're fun. They weren't fun in April. They're fun now. In, in my opinion, you may disagree. From the 816, Vern, if my memory serves me right, in the past couple of years, we've had a pretty decent April, and then we've had very terrible months following is this a change? Uh, no, no, I don't think your memory serves you right. Um, 2021, they had a really good April. And then, yeah, stunk for the rest of the season. Uh, but last year, bad April. Uh, everybody had a bad April in 2020. Uh, 2019 was just bad start to finish. So was 2018. And 2017 is too long ago, and that's a completely different team. There's no reason to even talk about it. Text line 913-586-7610. Specter's limo driver writing in. Vern, I like seeing the young bats heat up while the weather heats up. Let's go take a series from the Brew Crew. Corbin Burns tomorrow for the Brew Crew, and then Adrian Hauser in Game 2 on Saturday. Grinky going in that one, and then Jordan Lyles coming off his complete game. He'll pitch the finale at it's still Miller Park to me. Scott in Kansas City writes in, Vern, after where we were in April, if this team came all the way back and played in October, where would this rank in the history of baseball as far as stories? I really think it's possible, Vern. I'm just saying, let's start believing, signed Scott in Kansas City. Well, you get them started, Scott. Yeah, you're, you're getting the people going with that. If they came all the way back from, I mean, what was the low point? There were so many. Uh, 9 and 26, 17 games below 500. Was that as low as they got? 8 and 26? Uh, no, I, I, I don't think. I know the 81 Royals were you know, really bad and, and mounted some miraculous comeback, but that was a strange season. You know, the Washington Nationals a few years ago, I think they were like 19 and 31, uh, but that's only, what, 12 games below 500. Yeah, this would be one of the greatest turnarounds in baseball history. Okay, see, now, now we're going too far. What are we talking about? Cut it out. Uh, 913-586-7610. Now I feel like those other texters. Yeah, let, let, you know, it, it is. Let, let's calm down a little bit. Let, let's just take our cues from the manager. Let's take our cues from Q. Uh, can't even finish it. Uh, Ryan in Pleasant Hill writes in, Vern, I really think they can go 500 the rest of the season and finish in the 72-75 win range and give optimism for next year. Yeah, okay, Ryan, Pleasant Hill, man, I'm with you on that one. 
Now, that is, is very much possible. That continues the aligning with 2012. And then the evaluation season that was 2012, the campfire season that was 2012, where it became abundantly clear that you had a collection of winners in your lineup. Just didn't have enough pitching in your rotation. And it was a very tricky offseason in that if you don't go and supply pitching for Haas, Moose, Kane, Salvi, Eski, Gordo, Butler, and the rest, maybe they start to not embrace the losing culture, but just lay down their arms and accept that the Royals are going to be perennial losers so long and regardless of who's here. But then the front office goes out and re-signs Jeremy Guthrie, brings in James Shields, brings in Irvin Santana. All three of them throw 200 innings. And then the Royals in 2013. And we all know how the rest played out. So that's the hope for 2023, right? The hope is that when we complete 162, it's obvious. Well, it's already obvious that Bobby and Vinny are winners. Well-rounded ball players that can be at the core of a championship but when we get to the end of 162 if we also feel that way about mj and prado garcia and waters if we're feeling that way about uh, michael massey and brady singer and daniel lynch well then you gotta think that ownership that the front office will go out and make the appropriate moves bring in the type of pitching to support these young hitters to make sure that they never make that turn and become losers have that losing mindset i can't see it happening knowing these young men where they came from what they've done in their past but well kansas city you know this losing can beat you down i mean it's beaten down some very strong-willed individuals in the past i don't know how it hasn't beaten down salvador perez but it got the best of Whit merrifield i'll tell you that right now from the 6-4-1, Vern, the Royals are fun. They're very fun. The bats are here to stay, and the pitching is starting to settle in a bit. Really feels like 2013. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel 2013 again because of the three that you had at the top of that rotation. I don't see a James Shields. I don't see a consistent Irvin Santana or Jeremy Guthrie on this team right now. I don't. Doesn't mean that Brady Singer can't lock back into form and, 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 I mean, 200 innings though. I don't, I mean, just guys don't throw 200 innings anymore. And yet three dudes do that in 2013. Text line 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland Toe Service text line. I appreciate you guys writing in. It's always there at your disposal. All right, so I'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 o'clock as the Royals and Brewers open up a three-game set from the Brew City. 4-3, Royals walk it off and wrap up a 500 homestand. Carrington Harrison in the drive. Coming your way next on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, Kansas City. Take care. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 